Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network on Yahoo Sports Radio. At 6'5 and 300 pounds, Roger Brown was the heaviest defensive lineman in the NFL in the 1960s. Yet, he ran the 100 in 10 seconds flat. True story. It's one of the reasons so many opposing quarterbacks ended up the same way when he pursued them. Flat. One of them, of course, was Green Bay's Bart Starr, who was sacked 11 times, six by Roger Brown, on Thanksgiving Day 1962. That was when Roger and teammate Alex Karras comprised what some consider the greatest defensive tackle combination in history, and when Roger was going to six straight Pro Bowls. A member of two fearsome foursomes, one in Detroit and later in Los Angeles, Roger Brown is now 78 and operates several restaurants near his Virginia home, where... In one of them, a statue of Bart Starr stands tall, even though we all agreed probably should be on its back. Roger, <laughs> thanks for joining us. That's rotten. Bart is <laughs> a great friend, man. <laughs> well, he wasn't that and day in Thanksgiving, uh, Roger, in 1962. I was a young boy throwing a uh, turkey leg around the... Uh, around my living room because I was so excited about what you were were doing that day to the Packers. And you had, as you know, a Hall of Fame career in one day. Six sacks, a safety, uh, caused a fumble that was returned for a touchdown, and blocked a Jerry Kramer field goal. I don't think I left anything out, but uh, did you ever have a greater day than that playing football? I'm going to tell you, and and it's good that you brought it up at the start of the interview. (laughs) Because now at 78 years old, it's still clear in my mind (laughs) that day. I remember most of all that back then there were only 12 teams in the NFL. I had many games as great as that one. But the only thing you got to remember, that was the only game played on Thanksgiving Day in the whole U.S. of A. No college. No pro ball. It was just that game. Other games, I had to share the audience. <laughs> but I had a lot of I had a lot of games that good against the Bears, against all of them. But uh, that one got the notoriety. Roger, this that defense had four Hall of Famers and two others worthy of consideration in both Alex Karras and yourself. This was a truly great defense, a defense that stuffed Lombardi's greatest Green Bay team twice. But that defense is never mentioned in the discussion of great defenses. Had the Lions won an NFL title that year, would this defense be perceived differently? I've got to believe, yeah, we would have. The only thing to really think about, as good as we were, that game stood out. And I think when you really think about it now, let's go back to 1960. That was when Alex Carries, myself, Darius McCord, and Sam Williams founded, and we were given the name by a sports writer up in Detroit, Michigan. A guy named Bruno Kearns called us the Fearsome Foursome. So we were the original Fearsome Foursome. But none of us have gone beyond the Detroit gridiron. And then later, I played with the L.A. Ram group, Deacon Jones, Merlin Olson, Lamar Lundy, myself. Two of those guys are in the Hall of Fame, but none of the original ones are in. So what's fair here? We're speaking with former Lions and Rams great Roger Brown and member of two fearsome foursomes. And Roger, Goose mentioned those great defenses in Detroit. How frustrating was it to play for so many years in the shadow of the Green Bay Packers 
when you had such an overpowering defense in Detroit? Well, you know, it, it was it was kind of hard because back then there were only twelve teams. Today, what is it, thirty-two? Yes. Uh, so you played everybody twice, and that became a real grudge match. We always had a battle because Detroit and Green Bay decided to play a game on Thanksgiving Day. That was the only game you could watch. If you were going to eat a piece of turkey, you had to watch us try and kill Green Bay. <laughs> Did a pretty good job of it in 1962. <laughs> Yeah, that that day, uh, Roger. You know, he had a, as you know, of course, uh, the team had eight sacks in the first half, and I and I really do remember watching with my brother and my dad, uh, with my mouth hanging open. I was a you know, young boy, barely out of diapers, uh, <laughs> as you kept flattening Bart Starr. And I just remember one picture where you on the safety where you just sort of jumped on him and just drove him into the ground. I'm just wondering, what did you see in their offense uh, that you guys felt you could? exploit that day or were you just that much better than the pack i don't think i saw anything particular i know i look at detroit as a team we played green bay up there and they went on to intercept the pass i think herb Adderley intercepted yep. the pass ran it back they ended up beating us by one or two points that was still alive in our minds and we were going to make them pay for that game, and we just went out with blood in our eyes, and I think it showed. Yeah, you're right. right. That first game was nine to seven. That was, uh, uh, I think, the second week of the season up there. Terry Barr slipped. Yeah, Terry Barr slipped. That's right. Then, when you look at it, Paul Horning was the field goal kicker, and he ended up taking the game away from us. And I kind of made him pay for that later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, Roger, did you duck when Karras threw his helmet at Mill Plum in the locker room afterwards? Oh, no, I didn't see that. But uh, Alex was a tough competitor. I mean, he wanted everybody to give 100% just like he would. And if he got a little mad at Milt, I think he could have thrown everybody's helmet at everybody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it was... It was not Milt Plum, yeah. Plum's fault, because when he threw the pass, somebody had to catch it. Right. The only thing the wrong team caught it. <laughs> hey, Roger, few people know that the architect of that 1962 upset of the Packers was your defensive coordinator, Don Shula. He used that game as a springboard to a head coaching opportunity the following season with the Colts, and of course, the rest is history. Did you recognize his coaching brilliance playing for him? Oh, I did. Don was an outstanding guy. And the thing that's funny, I just played against him a year or so before that because he was with Baltimore. But Don was an outstanding coach. He drugged big Les Bingaman along as a line coach. But Les didn't have to do too much but drag me to the to the freight yards to get way in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're with former defensive lineman Roger Brown on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Roger, as I mentioned up top, when you went to L.A., you became part of the fearsome foursome. But as I also mentioned, it was really the second fearsome foursome you were on. Uh, did you have anything to do with that foursome being nicknamed the fearsome foursome since you came from Detroit? Well, I tell everybody back then when I played with Detroit, 
and we would go out to play the Rams, we used to call those guys the Hollywood Beach Boys. <laughs> because because uh, Rosie Greer was a singer at the time, and he was pretty big with with the music side of it. But then when I went out, I said, okay, now we have the fearsome, foursome West Coast. There you so, go. So I'd like to think that they were named that because of my acquisition, but they say no, they deserve it. So I said, well, I'm here. There you go. <laughs> as, you, as you mentioned, of course, Alex Karras was a you know, tremendous player. He was one of three defensive tackles named to the all-decade team of the 60s. Uh, and you probably would have been the fourth one if they picked four, as they do now. And he's the only one of those three not in the Hall of Fame. In your opinion, A, does he deserve to be in the Hall? And B, why do you think he's been slighted? Well, i got to tell you, it's not up to me to make a decision like that. I think all of the guys I played with deserve all the recognition they can get. But one thing that Alex did that really was a nail in his coffin, and that was the fact that he bet on football games. I don't know if he bet on his own game or what he did, but that's the downside as far as Alex is concerned. But he was the best teammate I could have as a tackle next to me and learn all I did from him. He was a great asset to the game. The fact that he played as a defensive lineman and Mongo <laughs> in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> 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 it's, either, it's either the National Football League Hall of Fame or an Academy Award. I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one, one quick question that just popped back into my mind. Ed. Did you have any idea that Karras was doing those things, to, or, you know, and were you surprised at the penalty that he got? Well, I was. We didn't really hang out together, so the little money that I got paid, I wasn't about to try and lose it <laughs> betting on somebody. <laughs> you know, back then, I think my first year was $8,000, and... Uh, <laughs> And, and and rent and and food bills ate the rest of it up. So I didn't know he was doing it. No, he was pretty quiet with it, I guess. But I didn't ask him. And we palled around sometime down at the old Lindell AC. But I never saw money transpire or any betting or no one approached me and said, do you want to get into this? Because they knew I was broke. <laughs> Hey, Roger, um, speaking of Hall of Fame, I mean, do you ever wonder why you haven't been discussed? I know Ron and I are in the senior committee. Your name has come up there. But why? You guy makes six Pro Bowls in 10 years. You play next to two all-decade tackles. Why do you think your name hasn't come up? I don't know. It, it's, it's a hard thing. I think everybody that's out there today that are members of the Hall of Fame had a group of people supporting them. The worst thing that happened to me is when Joe Schmidt traded me to the L.A. Rams. I was thinking it was going to be a help. But I think for the fact that Roger Brown didn't start his career and finish his career with the Lions was a downside. As to why I'm not there, I look at it another way. I helped other people get there. <laughs> Amen I mean, I look, at, I look at Detroit, and we had a great defensive line. 
four of our defensive backs are in the National Football League Hall of Fame. That's because we pressured the quarterback. We did things that made them shine. Hey, Roger, we've got to run, but I want to tell you, thanks for the time. We really enjoyed it, and here's to many, you got to run? many more <laughs> memorable Thanksgiving. I, I thought you were going to talk to me. Oh, <laughs> we are. I mean, as, as, as old as I am to have somebody want to sit and talk football, now you guys got to remember, when you come to Virginia, you got to meet me at Roger Brown's Restaurant and Sports Bar. We will. We will. We'll, we'll be we in will. touch with you. Every Thanksgiving. Um, every Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was former defensive lineman Roger Brown, and boy, he was good. Up next, we get to talk about great rivalries, as in Packers-Bears. This is the Talk of Fame Network.